0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the second episode of The Dig. My name is Cameron McCariola and I am here with Sam Goldberg. Sam, how are you doing? You know, we're recording this on Monday night.
1: First game in the first horizon league matchup for the volleyball team tomorrow against Wright State. You know, after coming off of that uh Mountaineer invitational, lots of things to talk about from that Mountaineer invitational.
0: Yes, so we're going to hop right into it. The Colonials last week went t- down I-79 to West Virginia to t- take part in the Mountaineer Invitational and the first game they took on North Dakota State and they would end up dropping that 3 sets to none. Goldberg, what are your thoughts on the first game?
1: Honestly, the uh, this one it it seemed like the the offense at times for Robert Morris just got a little bit too predictable, and NDSU were able to get over to where that to where that attempted spike or slash kill would would be at, and it, and it really hurt Robert Morris. But at the same time, they also had a couple of really nice plays to their credit as well. The defense, we saw some a, a couple of incredible digs. Uh, In that in in throughout the game as well. Honestly, there were there were a couple positives to take away from the NDSU matchup, but also just a couple of little
0: like niche things to work on as they get into Horizon League play. Yeah, North Dakota State a pretty tough opponent going seven and two so far to start their season. But the Colonials would play later on that day where they would meet up against Old Dominion, an even tougher opponent in Old Dominion. They uh, won their early game against West Virginia, the host, and uh, they carried that momentum right into their game against the Colonials. A really tough first set for the Colonials, but they ended up coming back and putting up a good effort in the third set, taking it to extras. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game here, Goldberg?
1: Yeah, as you said, the first set, what did, like nothing was going Robert Morris's way. Like I, I, I the after like, watching that watching that game, the amount of times like a bounce went Old Dominion's way, or they magically somehow got a point here and there, like, like, like everything, everything, it it, it was just an unlucky first set for Robert Morris, but then. Putting up 15 points in the second set, finding a little bit of groove, and then taking it to extra or taking it to quote unquote OT in the third set. You know that showed that hey, the the, the team was starting to gel a little bit there, especially in that third set. Uh, looking at the looking at the stats here, just again from set one. Uh, they they only they were only able to land six kills. Robert Morrison, twenty seven attempts, and then going to that third set, eighteen kills and forty five attempts. That led to a thirty per thirty percent of the time. That's the numbers that I want to see heading into Horizon League play, and that will be um, that will be a base for a success right there in Horizon League play.
0: Yeah, one thing that catches my eye is in the team comparison: eleven blocks for ODU. And looking at the offensive side of the ball for the Colonials, Abby Ryan did not take part in any of the three of these games. Uh, The Colonials, uh, I don't have the stat here, but she is up there and leading the team in kills, uh, missing out. Kind of hurt the offense, but they have other outside hitters to fill in that role. And that takes us to Friday, the final game of the Invitational where they would meet up with host West Virginia, and the Colonials would drop it three sets to one. But this game was wild. We look at the first set, 34 to 32. Um, I had <laughs> I I got I got fortunate to turn it on and watch this, and I I sent you a message to let you know what was happening, and I saw I was like, oh my goodness, that can this game is going forever. A lot of chances for the Colonials to take that first set. Um, They had seven chances, I believe, and couldn't capitalize on it and uh, let that first set slip away what what are your thoughts on that goldberg Thirty four, thirty two. i
1: mean that is just uh that's got to be one of, that's got to be a army record for long for, or up there in the record books for
0: longest for i think longest they were saying set. it was a west virginia record too it, it, was, it was robert close. morris
1: i i can't remember the last time that uh i've personally seen robert morris go that deep into a for, into a set in especially into the 30s i think you have to take i think you have to go back all the way to like the 2010s maybe even the 2000s so i mean that like that's just a ridiculous set and if if they win that first set and they take set two that puts a ton of pressure on on west West virginia Virginia. i
0: know and then they could have pulled off the upset against wvu yes and uh the second set they did pull out 25 21 and then the third set watching the game West Virginia brought in a trio of freshmen, and they just looked fresher than the Colonials. I mean, bigger school, more more players. Colonials dealing with injuries, so an unfortunate end as the final two sets were 25-13. Another look at these team comparisons. 13 blocks for West Virginia. The um, freshman uh, Emma Winter. There is a batch of Emmas that came in for the. Uh, Mountaineers and they were just blocking everything in the final two sets is from what it looked like Um, but a hard fought effort by the Colonials really leaving it all out there Um, but that is the end of non-conference play and up ahead of the Colonials it does not look like it's getting easier as we start conference play and their first matchup is tomorrow night. We're filming this Monday night. So tomorrow night against uh, Tuesday night against Wright State, the defending Horizon League champions, as well as the number one preseason poll. Uh, Goldberg, what are your expectations for tomorrow night? It's going to be tough uh, for this for this team because
1: while – I while I like the resiliency that this Robert Morris team shows, I still think they're one of the more undersized teams in the Horizon League. Now, again, that resiliency—it's big. It's there. They're 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 probably I would say one of the I would say what probably they have probably one of the best team chemistries because again, what head coach Danny Doherty preaches is family they're just a
0: big family together. It's 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 Monday. We hear some Monday yeah. night football in the background.
1: <laughs> so, in all honesty, I th- I think this is going to go I think I truly believe this is going to go 5 sets.
0: I uh, I I mean, that's what you can hope for the for the Colonials to just be a uh, pain in the side for Wright State, make that game, make them work for it, make the work for the win. I think Wright State's going to overlook this game cuz they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, This is,
1: we'll just look on to the next one because looking at the history against Wright State, Wright State has the advantage, seven wins, seven wins and no losses against Robert Morris. So me personally, I think Wright State kind of overlooks and I think Robert Morris really comes out and shows, hey, we're not the team that you guys think we are. In in the
0: Horizon League
1: play, I'm expecting I'm expecting this game to surprise and turn a couple of heads in the Horizon League.
0: Yeah, you got uh, Wright State is led by their trio of all uh, Horizon First League team: Taylor Bransfield, Callie Martin, and Aaliyah Byers, and their their offensive attack. The Raiders have they're leading the Horizon League with 16.33 uh, average points per set. So. We'll see how the Colonials can fare. And defense was a big uh, emphasis going into the season. I feel like compared to last season. So, um, w- what a better test than the leading uh, points per set team to start off your uh, conference play? But this once- next
1: this next part of the schedule makes yes it makes zero sense. Yes, this like I- <laughs> oh, I'm gonna like I'm gonna call out the Horizon League here for just a slight second. Make this make sense. You're going to force Robert Morris to play 6 p.m. at Cleveland, Ohio, and then the very next day make him play a 4 o'clock game in Michigan? That gives him no time to rest and prepare. Like, I'm sorry, what?
0: I don't understand that. Like, if it was, like, Youngstown to Cleveland, I'm I'm like, like, okay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, that makes more sense. Or if it's, like, they travel to Youngstown and come back home and play –
0: Oakland but like to, I mean
1: that's a ton of travel well, what you
0: have to do is either you finish you finish your game at what nine nine o'clock you're out of the stadium at 10 drive the whole way to Michigan get your sleep or drive halfway to Michigan sleep drive another halfway or stay in Cleveland then drive the whole way to Michigan I it just seems like a, a lose-lose situation on that schedule just really Taxing the body on that travel for that, like, less than 24 hours, and you have to travel from one side of Ohio all the way up into Michigan, It's very questionable huh? schedule. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Horizon League got rid of the travel partners. There used to be a team like RMU was teamed up with Youngstown, so a team in all the sports would come to through Youngstown, then Robert Morris, then back home. But uh, looks like they said, uh, no, we don't care about anybody's uh, sleep schedule.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, good lord! <laughs> like, I, it's gotta be like a what? A four-hour drive, right? Something like Something, that. Four or five hours. So what? They get uh, they get that to the team hotel too. at two a.m. and force them to wake up at like. 10 and I'm I don't know like that just it, it doesn't make any sense
0: it very really doesn't questionable but let's take a look at that Friday night opponent Cleveland State Cleveland State is led by Lakin Voss she is a very talented player with 123 kills and 11 service aces for the Vikings um what are your expectations for the Colonials against Cleveland State Oh, looking at a uh, Cleveland State schedule, they did beat a couple of solid opponents
1: and took a couple of opponents to five sets as well. Like Bucknell, they took to five sets but lost. They beat Akron, who's a really good opponent. They beat Murray State three to two. Tennessee State, who's going to look good in their conference this year, they swept them three, three sets to none. They also took Kent State to five set or to five sets as well. Cleveland State, they're going to be a tough opponent. Uh, They're averaging 11.34 kills per set. Uh, Their hitting percentage is nearly 20%, averaging 10 assists per set, three blocks per set. Like This team so far in Cleveland State, it's going to be a tough team to face. And then their defense, too, nearly
0: averaging 16 digs a set. Yeah, Cleveland State did come in number five in the preseason polls, which kind of shocked me. They made it to the semifinals, lost to the eventual uh, eventual champions, Wright State, um, but some quality opponents, and it looks like they're in the swing of things, taking all these sets to five sets. 1 and 3 record at home. We'll see if the Colonials can make it 1 and 4. Which but, oh by the way, Cleveland State schedule, they get to stay
1: home on Saturday, not travel <laughs> uh, travel 6 plus hours and then and then Robert Morris has to come home too like They get Youngstown State. It should be um, I mean I, I I mean like that like come on Horizon League schedule schedule is
0: like you guys got to do a little bit better here like that, that like to me that's that's crazy. And then the Colonials, after their night game against Cleveland State, will get on a bus at some point in time and go all the way to Michigan for a 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon game against the Oakland Golden Grizzlies. And, uh, Goldberg, I'll let you take this uh, one away while my GoldenGrizzlies.com loads.
1: <laughs> hey, guess who they play uh, the Friday before that? Uh, right, Youngstown. Oh, Youngstown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, why would so? Why would they not go? Like, <laughs> make, make Robert Morris go to Cleveland, then come home and face? Because then they can go from Youngstown, an hour away, to Robert Morris. Makes no sense. And and Robert Morris can just come home after a after a game in Cleveland, which yeah. is only like two hours. Robert
1: Morris a thousand percent got the short end of the <laughs> scheduling stick here. I mean, good lord. But looking at uh, the Golden Grizzlies here, 6-6 six six in non-conference play. They beat a couple of teams. Uh, they beat Grand Valley State three sets to one. St. Thomas, Minnesota. Minnesota! I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to do that there. They beat Eastern <laughs> Michigan, Western Illinois. Uh, they beat Eastern Michigan again. Uh, and then uh, Toledo and UT Martin. So a couple of okay teams, I would say, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, fully expect I I I fully expect Robert Morris to win this one against Oakland.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, what I have written down in my uh, preview article. Go check that out at ColonialSportsNetwork.com whenever that gets posted. As, <laughs> and I'll post the, it tonight for you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we'll see if we'll see if Deemer edits it. <laughs> 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 the uh, the Golden Grizzlies came in sixth. In the preseason poll, one spot below Cleveland State, and uh, the player to watch I had was junior Emily Wishman, who leads the team with 256 digs, which is a hundred more than the second place on that team. Um, so, yeah, that's the the offense is going to be really challenged by Oakland. Uh, for the colonials, taking a look here at the all-time
1: history uh, for these two teams, uh, ten, ten matchups, uh, ten wins for the Golden Grizzlies, and none for Robert Morris. Um, honestly, again, all of these all of these matches are happening from the jump that Robert Morris made to the Horizon League. This team has gotten way better from where than from where from where they were at when they initially joined the Horizon they they have a ton of better talent. They have a couple of talented freshmen as well in
0: Stepanovich and uh Arisa as well. That's that's a one thing I noticed at the uh, the Mountaineer Invitational. They brought in a lot of their freshmen during that uh during that West Virginia game. So, um uh, good Good uh, depth the whole way around.
1: Mm-hmm. So I really look at this uh, Oakland matchup, and again, I think it's going to be like the Wright State game. It's going to be like the Cleveland State game. It's going to be tough. It's going to be gritty. I think a lot of these sets, or I think a lot of these
0: matches are going to go five sets. Yeah, I. I that's uh, the goal for the Colonials, to be a thorn in the side for a lot of these Horizon League uh, matchups. They're, they're not going to go down easy. They're going to give it all they can, and um, we, we can hope for these upsets. Um, I mean, the Horizon League had them slated last, I believe, and uh, they, they want to prove them wrong by pulling off these upsets. Um, so the way I see it after the first three
1: matchups of conference play, I see the Colonials – at one and two to start the year, I think they pick up a win against Oakland and I feel like that they suffer five set defeats against Cleveland State and Wright State. That's just how I feel about uh, this this first kind of
0: three games of Horizon League play. What about you, Cam? Um, yeah, I mean I could I, I hope they go one and three. I hope they go three and oh. Um I I am gonna I'm gonna say the uh, offense of some of these schools and the defensive prowess. um take over the game. Um y- very young colonial team developing um but uh we can see if they uh pull off the upset. Make me wrong. That's that's what uh all I can hope for. Indeed. Well, I think um that's all we got. I- I- fortunately next weekend they they get to stay stay on campus the whole time. And uh yeah, so We'll let uh, everyone in the background enjoy some Monday Night Football and hope everyone has a great time as we prepare for a great week of some RMU Volleyball. So, for Sam Goldberg, I'm Cameron McCoriola, and we shall see you guys next time.